don't think any of them tops what we saw on Saturday for everything to have a Texas quarterback who's uh, from Oklahoma, whose father played at OU and, you know, played such a role in, in that game uh, to, to have the start that they did, you know, the, the right off the bat, jumping out to the big lead. OU had never given up 28 points in the first quarter in its history. They did that Saturday and then somehow to, to find a way to win, uh, with a freshman quarterback who was replacing a guy who entered the season as the Heisman Trophy favorite. Uh, it's just unbelievable the, the number of uh, twists and turns that game took, the number of storylines that come out of it to have a, 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 a gosh, a seventh-year guy, I guess, sixth-year guy uh, who was a five-star recruit coming in, is now a, a special teams guy and uh, played a little bit defensively to make a, a massive play on a kick return. Uh, I mean, just the game just had so much uh, to it that, uh, heck, that's the one we could talk about and, and write about for weeks and months, and I'm sure we will. Ryan, do you think that Caleb Williams went into that game just just good enough to not know any better, and that's why he was able to fit some of those in those small windows and do those type of things because he was a little bit fearless because he just he didn't have any any fear because the game, even as big as it was, wasn't too big for him because he didn't know any better. Yeah, I think that's certainly that's part of it, and it, that you know makes you wonder what that means moving forward. Is he able to, to stick with that same kind of uh, type of gunslinger mentality? That uh, you know, heck, we saw Baker Mayfield exhibit that, and he never gave it up, and that was sort of his uh, the way he went about things. Uh, the rest of his career, can Caleb Williams capture that and, and keep doing that? Is certainly a question, but there's no doubt that their offense looked different with Caleb Williams uh, running it. Um, you know, I know that the fact that they blocked better and the fact that they were able to run the ball better certainly helped them uh, stretch the field. But that's something that we hadn't seen this year with Spencer Rattler. And uh, that's why, in my mind, Caleb Williams has to be the guy moving forward. But you do have to guard against that, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, like you said, uh, you know, not knowing uh, to know any better or, uh, you know, beginner's luck, whatever you want to call it. But uh, certainly whatever he had the other day, you know, OU wants to bottle that up and uh, hold on to it as long as possible. Did it feel like Lincoln Riley called the game any different with Caleb in the ball game, or was it just a, a fact of the execution was better? I think there was a, a little bit of difference, especially initially. They really were conservative when Caleb Williams first got in there about throws, didn't ask him to do too much. And then, you know, as the game got uh, on and on at the time, dwindled down he had to do more and that's when he found Marvin Mims for those couple touchdowns that were just phenomenal throws but I, I think uh, Lincoln Riley said after the game I think he said uh, it's about five percent of the offense that he uh, wasn't completely comfortable running with Caleb Williams versus Spencer Rattler and I think certainly they're going to get those things figured out this week and uh, be able to expand what they're able to do with Caleb Williams under there. Uh, and I know Lincoln Riley said yesterday that he wasn't uh, wasn't, wasn't going to name a starter right then and wasn't sure that 
he would name one before Saturday's game against TCU. But in my mind, I'd be really surprised if it wasn't Caleb Williams. Right uh, here, moving forward. I apologize, Ryan. You mentioned that the the O line blocked better, and they were able to to establish run and things of that nature. Did the football team respond differently uh, to to Caleb Williams than they did to Spencer Rattler? I mean, I, I think they were heading for some improvement on the offensive line anyway. But you know, you you see, like for instance, what Spencer Rattler's dad tweeted a few weeks ago, which was a video of. Uh, Joel Klatt showing that OU's offensive line was the problem, not Spencer Rattler. I think stuff like that certainly doesn't make it easy for uh, you know certain groups of people to uh, to respond in their optimal ways uh, for Spencer Rattler versus say Caleb Williams. And uh, you know I'm I'm not saying that that had a direct impact on, on what we saw on Saturday. But certainly things looked different when Caleb Williams came into the game, and not just with Caleb Williams. I'm talking up front, they they did block better. I mean, heck, the, uh, just the, the numbers show that uh, with what uh, they were able to do, what Kennedy Brooks was able to do. And uh, I think certainly they, they have the makings of an offensive line that's got a chance to be really good but they had not shown that uh, much at all until Saturday. Ryan Aber with the Oklahoman here with us on ESPN Central Texas on game time. And, and Ryan, what was the difference in the defense in the first quarter and the fourth quarter? I think it started with the defensive line. And the, the fact that they moved Isaiah Thomas to the inside and were able to get so much more pressure on the interior with him and Perrion Winfrey there, made it really tough for B. John Robinson to find room to work when they were able to, to uh, keep him uh, on the inside and uh, not be able to get out to those edges. That changed everything for OU's defense. It made it much easier on their secondary, which has taken some hits depth-wise over the last few weeks, losing Delarian turner Yell to return for one play on Saturday before he got hurt again, losing Woody Washington. And uh, uh, they, they need all the help that they can get, and that defensive line can give it to them. And I, they really did that on Saturday and, and completely changed the dynamic of what Texas offense, what Deshaun Robinson, and what Casey Thompson were able to do the rest of that game. I, I'm going to take you back to uh, to Spencer Rattler. I'm fascinated with this. Uh, how did he respond, uh, and how has he responded with uh, with Caleb Williams kind of sliding in and taking over that quarterback position? Well, as you can imagine, he wasn't uh, entirely thrilled to, to be taken out of the game. And, you know, he wasn't the guy who was right there up in every huddle and, uh, you know, first to congratulate Caleb Williams coming off the field. But at the same time, he wasn't sulking on the back of the bench. He was, uh, you know, up on the sidelines involved talking to his team uh, you know, wasn't exactly didn't exactly look overly thrilled uh, coming off the field. You know, we'll see what that means moving forward because they need to keep him engaged. Because even if it is Caleb Williams here moving moving on, you're going to need Spencer Rattler at some point, whether that's for what he can do or if uh, an, an injury you know happens to happen at that position. It's been a long time since OU has had to. One, make the quarterback change during the middle of the season, but two, 
have a quarterback injured for any significant period of time, and you figure at some point that's going to happen. And with a team that has aspirations of making the playoffs and uh, you know competing for a national championship, uh, they, they certainly want to make sure that he uh, remains uh, engaged and able to perform when they need him to. Ryan, I'm the biggest advocate. If you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. There's no way Lincoln Riley rolls this out there and says, "Hey, we're going to play both these guys right now." I, I can't imagine so. Now, I, I will say this: even if Spencer Rattler's the, the uh, number two quarterback for the Sooners, he's probably the number two quarterback in the Big Twelve. The way that things uh, line up right now, so I, I don't think it's a true case of if you've got two, you've got none. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think uh, just given how dynamic that offense looked, I mean, th- their offense looked like OU's offense under Kyler Murray a couple years ago, which was, you know, perhaps the, the greatest offense in uh, NCAA history. Now, Texas defense isn't, uh, you know, the best in the world. So, uh, you know, a little bit that that's going to come back down to earth, but, um, I, I do think you've got to stick with a guy, uh, both for what he can do and for what that does to the team to have a, a, a guy that they can unite behind. And, uh, like I said, in my mind, that's got to be Caleb Williams. TCU coming off a, a big win in Lubbock. How do the Sooners get up for this game after the emotional game they had in Dallas last weekend? Well, I, I, I think that, that certainly they've, they've got to, given what, you know, we know about Gary Patterson. Uh, OU generally plays pretty tight games against them. I, I think the biggest thing is just going to be the, the fact that there's going to be some change moving forward and coming back home after a couple of weeks of uh, being on the road. I think uh, they're going to be certainly fired up about that. But they've, they've got to play better defensively, play more consistently uh, on that side of the ball, uh, certainly slow down TT's running game, which is great. Uh, they're one of the best that they've faced, although they've faced uh, some fairly good ones the last couple of weeks in Deuce Vaughn and, and Bijan Robinson. Uh, so it, it, it will, it'll be, I'm interested to see how OU responds in this one, given the, the Texas hangover, given everything that's going on around this program, the fact that they're, you know, five and O uh, and, you know, ranked in the top five, but there's not a lot of people that feel completely, content with what's going on uh, right now in Norman. So it's certainly a different kind of vibe, but coming off a a wild win against Texas, I think people are starting to turn a corner and feel a little bit more positive about things and about this team. Hey, Ryan, we uh, we appreciate it. Great stuff. Thanks so much for uh, for joining us this morning, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Appreciate you having me on, as always. Have a good one. You bet. Thanks. That's uh, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoma. Good stuff. Uh, you know, the one thing you got to watch, Ward, as, as this thing rolls along, is you do not want two quarterbacks to divide a locker room. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Spencer guy. You're a, you're a Caleb guy. That cannot happen. And so they, uh, that's the one thing that uh, that the staff will have to kind of corral as as they make their decisions and move forward. And I'm like, Kim, I think that decision's already made. They're going to start Caleb Williams. I would be shocked if Spencer Rattler was the starter against TCU. I think I would too. I I just I feel like that you know Caleb did enough in that game and the offense looked so much different under him that there's you know Spencer Rattler's 
an outstanding quarterback. He just didn't have he didn't have it all going his way this season. I mean, right? No, it's all year. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't just Saturday that was he hit a bump in the road. I mean, it, he struggled with this offense all season long, and you know, it, I don't know if it's limitations on what he can do with this offense because I I certainly think that you know he as Ryan pointed out he may be he may be the second best quarterback in 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 the Big 12 and number 1 just happens to be on his team as well. I mean I I think those are two really really good quarterbacks. There was just something going on that was limiting him being able to run this offense and I and I don't know what it was. It it maybe it was just the continuity between him and his offensive line and his teammates. I, I don't know. I'm not in that locker room, not out of practice, so I have no idea. But after what you saw, how that team, not just how he performed, but how the team responded to him. Well, you heard Ryan. He said they blocked better. They ran. Yeah, they, they did absolutely. a lot of things better yep. under the direction of the youngster, uh, Caleb Williams. So uh, it, it'll be Oklahoma and TCU, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how, who, who takes that first snap. But i got to believe it's Caleb Williams. All I right, think so. 748, we're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. And you know the premier gun range experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. It's the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, event venue. No reason to go anywhere else, and they got memberships available now. Grand opening is coming up October the 23rd. They're going to have Waco Axe out there uh, present, uh, present for axe throwing. They're going to have food trucks, ice cream trucks, face painting, live music. Sloppy Joe, the band's going to be there. Uh, they're going to have goodie bags to give away. Should be a, uh, a great time had by all, and it's coming up Saturday, October the 23rd, part of the grand opening for Republic Gun Club. they got special membership rates right now during this grand opening time. So visit republicgunclub.com for more information. That's republicgunclub.com if you need more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the fix to build. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
The Heart of Texas Ferret Rodeo presented by H-E-B is back bigger and brighter than ever. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss the fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, hot country music, and much more all at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information and see a full list of events, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Parent Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. An email scandal has caused John Gruden to resign as the Raiders head coach. Special teams coordinator Rich Passaccia has been named the Raiders interim head coach. Lamar Jackson drove Baltimore 68 yards in 10 plays to beat Indianapolis 31-25 on a five-yard TD toss to Marquise Brown. Ringed out yesterday, the Astros and White Sox will play game four of their American League Divisional Series at 1 o'clock today. The Red Sox have advanced with a 6-5 win over Tampa Bay. Late on the coast, the Giants beat the Dodgers 1-0. The Braves shut out the Brewers 3-0 to take a two games to one lead in the National League Divisional Series. Atlanta will try to take the series this afternoon at 4-15. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty-three. Drive safely on your way to work or to school this morning. Got uh, some rain in the heart of Texas. Let's switch gears on game time here this morning. Let's talk a little baseball as the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs continue. The divisional series: Milwaukee, a winner, uh, a loser, actually, to Atlanta. Uh, the Braves win three to nothing, and uh, Atlanta leads that series two games to one. The Astros and the White Sox were postponed due to inclement weather. They'll make that game up today. Sam, the game I watched last night, and I didn't get to see it all, Ward. I mean, I kind of got a little uh, heavy-eyed, if you know what I mean, because it was the late game on the West Coast. It was San Francisco and the Dodgers. Look, I love these type games. Evan Lagoria hits a home run. I think it was the fourth or the fifth, and that's kind of when I turned it in off of Max Scherzer. That that was it. That's your ball game. It was pitching and defense, and it was a one to nothing uh, baseball game. The uh, Giants win it over the Los Angeles Dodgers to take a two games to one lead. That's a huge win because that was that was uh, in uh, the Dodger ballpark. It was at Dodger Stadium. So yeah, it, I I tuned in a little bit uh, around the sixth inning. 
and, and saw that it was it was going as a pitcher's duel. And uh, it, you know, look, that's that's what you want in playoff baseball, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't want to see twelve to three. No, I don't want to see that. I, I want to see one to nothing, two to nothing, two to three. Somewhere in that vicinity, that that's playoff baseball for me. I I agree with you. And how about the Red Sox? I mean, and I know that look, Tampa won the division. I I get that. Boston ends up in a in a wild card game with the Yankees. So you had three teams from the East right there, and Boston wins the wild card game. Then they go out and they they win yesterday uh, over Tampa six to five, and they win the series. They I mean they're 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 in. I mean it's on to the ALCS. For uh, for uh, Joey Cora's baseball team, and man, he is uh, incredibly pr- proud of how the Red Sox uh, responded. Not too many people gave us a chance, um, you know, from the get go. But we believe, you know, we always said that we had a good baseball team that you know, had some holes, and we still have some holes. But uh, at the end, you know, for how bad it looks sometimes, uh, we still here. We still in the dance. We still in the tournament. And uh, we're moving on to the ALCS. It's a great accomplishment. Um, you know, those men in that clubhouse and everybody I have to, to do with the operation on, on a daily basis uh, should, you know, should be proud because everybody, you know, was part of this. And, and for us to advance to the next one, everybody contributed. So the uh, Red Sox win, and they are on to the ALCS, and they're waiting. They, uh, they are waiting on. Uh, the Astros and the Chicago White Sox. And again, that that game hopefully will be played today with the Astros leading Chicago two games to one. Houston and Chicago with a uh, 107 first pitch. Milwaukee and Atlanta with a uh, 415 first pitch. And then uh, your night game tonight, a little earlier start time for uh, the Giants and the Dodgers. It will be a 607 first pitch from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. So that's a look at the baseball playoffs uh, on this Tuesday night, 7.57. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, today is day two of the Big 12 men's golf match play in Houston. We'll give you details. Plus, we'll hear from new women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And welcome back. Baylor men's golf has won two of the last three Big 12 men's golf match play tournaments, but they'll have to come from behind to do so again this season. Baylor, the number seven seed, dropped decisions to number two seed Oklahoma State and number three seed Texas yesterday. Pool play continues at the clubs at Houston Oaks this morning. Hope you'll make plans to be with us at Rudy's tomorrow night for our Baylor Coaches Show. Come here, Baylor men's coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda, 7 to 8 p.m. tomorrow evening. Last Wednesday, new women's coach Nikki Collin was one of our guests. We asked her how much of a handle she has on her team at this point in preseason practice. I think we're building. I mean, certainly I know player tendencies. I know... Um, you know, strengths and weaknesses and things like that. But it's, it's how do those fit together? Like, that's what I'm still processing. You know, I don't, we don't have a starting lineup today. Um, and, and with nine players, you know, we're just super lucky to have an amazing male practice squad um, because, you know, that allows us to, you know, one of the things that sometimes happens as you're establishing roles and playing time and somewhat dominance position by position you play the players against one another. Yeah. So it's kind of like, today I'm going to put my foot down and say, no, 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 I'm better than you. And then ultimately, when it comes together, they all have a role. Um, they're all on the same team. But but now they're at a point where they're they're competing for, mm -hmm. for positions. They're competing for roles and minutes and all that and that. So, you know, but we've certainly not been in position with nine players to do that. We've rarely had nine healthier nine be able to fully participate. So, you know, I, I think we're still trying to get to what works, who works. You know, we have multiple players that can play the point, but who's who's the best at it, you know? And then who's better as a combination guard, as a backup guard, as that type of thing. So, you know, just seeing how the pieces fit together a little yeah. bit more. That's new Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin from last week's Baylor Coaches Show. Baylor women continue practice for their season opener November 9th in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's from 7 to 8 p.m. and hear from men's basketball coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. 
Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Gotta get you a little jazzed up and going this morning. It is 8.03 here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Warden, we do welcome into the program from the Locked On Big 12 podcast, Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you? Um, well, you, you guys changed time slots, but you couldn't escape me, could you guys? N- n- no, I mean, we were dragging you with us, kicking and screaming, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. <laughs> hey, what yeah. a weekend. What a weekend in the Big 12. And you got to begin with the Texas-Oklahoma game. What a, what a wild football game that was. Yeah, so I usually – I'm pretty good about taking some notes during the games. Uh, I just like to have a notepad next to me just to jot down some ideas. And then when I go back and look at the numbers and go back and rewatch some of the stuff, you know, see if I connect some of those points or make my observations, they were off or on. But uh, when Xavier Worthy took the first touchdown in the first screen pass, uh, the note, the notepad went away. Cause I was like, Oh, it's going to be like this today, isn't it? <laughs> so it was, it was one of those games where it was just, um, intoxicating is kind of the word. Like, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. And it felt more like a basketball game than actually a football game because uh, Texas goes in that big run. You knew an Oklahoma run was coming, and just the question was going to be how significant was the run and would it be enough to, to get themselves out of the hole? And then would Texas have something to counter with to kind of either stave them off or, or, or come back once again? And... Um, I did not know the run would involve Caleb Williams. I, I did not see that. Did not see that coming. But that that was such a great example of like why college football is awesome. I mean, that's going to be the game of the year. I, I can't see a scenario where there's a better game unless we got that kind of game in a college ball playoff or something. But that that's going to be the game of the year because I mean, what a uh, what an awesome game! It was so much fun. The way the Big Twelve is unfolding right now, do you think that there is a more than good chance that you see those two at AT&T Stadium? Um, I would say it's going to be really interesting because I think you have to feel good in terms of offenses. Like you might, Texas might have the offense that we all feel the best about um, this season. The problem for them is when they play teams that seem to be on near to equal athletic footing or equal athletic footing, I mean the two that they've played have been Arkansas, um, and Oklahoma, they seem to have a lot of problems. And their defense guys got pushed around in that second half. I mean, this is an Oklahoma offensive line that really has not had a ton of success this year. But in the second half, they i mean, they were enforcing their will upon the Texas defensive front, and they got whatever they want. I mean, those direct snap plays, they were well-designed, but the, the defensive execution, Texas just withered in the heat. And – that's where my concern would be is that, yeah, I mean, their offense is definitely – they get the stamp of approval, and uh, they're great. The defense has a lot of issues they've got to solve, and they can't just be made up you know, by, by guys like DeMar and Overshone. Josh, here in Waco, uh, Baylor defeated West Virginia, and we thought it would be a, a tight football game, but quite frankly, uh, Baylor dominated this West Virginia football team. Yeah, defeated the putting it easy. They curb stomped them, man. They absolutely beat the break off West Virginia, and this was 
you know, West Virginia's their, their defense had been pretty good this year. Um, that was to me the, the part that you know maybe their offense isn't very good, but Baylor was just moving the football all over West Virginia's defense and uh, was super efficient all game long. The defense took care of business, and we talked about it last week, guys. This is the game where Dave Aranda's team was going to say, all right, are you good? Would you allow one loss to become two? They did not. And uh, they did a – once again, they did a fantastic job. I thought all facets of the game, they executed perfectly. Gary Bohannon is getting better and better with each start. I know he didn't look great in the Oklahoma State game, but that's kind of an exception because how good of Oklahoma State's defense is. So the improvement we're seeing from, from Baylor, especially on offense, and really – Big game for Tyquan Thornton, which I think was was good to have. It shows you how many, uh, you know, Baylor's got some legit playmakers now. They've got some legit playmakers, and look, they're they've. I mean, I think they've got just as good a shot as anybody else of making it to AT and T Stadium and, and playing for a Big Twelve championship. I really do believe that. Is it more the Bears are getting that good, or is it also a case of you look at West Virginia and that's a that's a team that's drying up on the vine right now? Yeah, they're rudderless. They've they've got to make the, the change at quarterback from Jared Daigie to Garrett Green. I like Neil Brown. Um, I, I think the West Virginia not being very good was something that I was kind of on earlier in the season. And and you know I wasn't right about every team Baylor. Uh, I was I was not very high on Baylor to start the year. But West Virginia just they they do not have the playmakers on offense. You know people talked about guys like Bryce Ford Wheaton and. And they tried to build up that receiving core some, you know. Um, it, it's not a great receiving core. It's not like the ones that we saw in the past with Stills and Gary Jennings. It just isn't like that anymore. And they also don't have the quarterback play to go along with it. Their offensive line isn't that good. And Letty Brown's really the best guy they have. So if teams can focus in on him and say, All right, let's shut down Letty Brown and, and we'll let, you know, we'll make Jared Dagey beat us, I mean, you're probably gonna have a lot of success. Talking uh, Big Twelve college football with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big Twelve Podcast. Now uh, let's let's kind of turn our attentions to this week. Uh, in in let's start with Baylor. They they step out of conference play to take on a BYU team that will soon be a member of this league. And in Ward and I were talking this morning. Is this one of those football games for BYU to say, Hey, look, fellas, thanks for the invite. We belong. Yeah, well, the, the the layers this game are really interesting because obviously, you know, you've got a couple of uh, coaches and Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos who were guys that, that coached at BYU, right? So these guys are intimately familiar with, with you know, the, the team that's going to be coming to town. Um, yeah, this it's interesting for that. I think for BYU, this is a this has got to be a week where they kind of look at themselves in the mirror and say, all right, how is this season going to go? Because they took one on the chin last week. Uh, from from Boise, they went up. I think it was 10-0, 13-0 in that game, and then Boise just they shut them down completely. Uh, their defense did a great job. BYU really struggled to run the football after that uh, as the game progressed. And so this is a, this is another good barometer because um, Baylor is a team that ostensibly is built off of running the football. Now, I mean Gary Bohannon at this point, is, you know, might be changing that narrative just a little bit. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a game. It's, um, I think both these teams would probably admit this. It's going to be one at the line of scrimmage. These are two teams that what they do at the line of scrimmage on both offense and defense is going to dictate a whole lot of what happens. And uh, I would I would 
lean towards Baylor because the way that team has always been able, usually, save Oklahoma State, to set the tone of line of scrimmage. These games, especially in offense, and I love the creativity with which they play and, and how they're you know really uh, kind of accommodating Gary Bohannon. They do a great job of that. So I think it's a really intriguing matchup from so many different angles. I'm really looking forward to it. I think this game's under the radar a little bit, and I, I'm kind of leaning Baylor. With that being said, with BYU and what they're able to do offensively, is this defense set up good enough for Baylor to to shut them down, or is this going to be where they trade punches at least early in the ball game? Yeah, I think I think you're going to get a little bit of both, and and that can happen in some of the in, in games like these. I think you might get a little bit of, of the trading of blows. So we've seen we've seen the BYU offense have some times where they you know they can get into a uh, a high powered uh, you know kind of mode. Really, though, they, they do rely off of, you know, Algier and, and his ability to run the football. That's, that's where this team starts. And if that doesn't really work out for them, that's kind of that, – that is where they struggle. So, I think Baylor knows that. I think Baylor um, has the ability to stop the run. But, you know, BYU I – mean, BYU, their offense has had some games they scored, but they really do can kind of rely on setting the pace and controlling the game. Uh, but, you know, they, they don't score a ton of points. They don't have a ton of possessions – in the games that they play, and their goal is to kind of grind you out. The wins against Power 5 teams they have, you know, you've seen a whole lot of 26-17, 24-16, 27-17. Now, Baylor likes to play at that pace, too. I just think Baylor might be a bit better executing at that pace because um, we saw a team like Boise able to execute in kind of a game like that last week. I, I think Baylor could do that this week. Is Oklahoma State in Austin against the Longhorns, is, is that – as far as conference games is concerned, is that the most intriguing game to you? Yeah, this is this is a. I mean, this is part of the horse race. Texas has got to win this football game. You can't. Texas, if they want to go to the Big Twelve championship game, they probably need to win this one because you would have, after a loss here, you'd have a loss to both Oklahoma schools, and in a tie-breaking scenario, that would obviously not be helpful uh, for, the, for the first second spot to do it and for Oklahoma State you get a you watch Texas and Oklahoma and really I'm not sure how valuable Texas Oklahoma is as a game to, to evaluate just because that game's always so weird but you got a week got an extra week to, week to watch Texas um, you're on the road in this in the spot and I'm really really curious to see what the attitude and the mindset of Texas is because I've heard some people say oh this is this is kind of unlike the uh, you know this is kind of unlike uh, this is like Tom Herman teams right I should say and I'm I'm curious is this going to be a Tom Herman type team where they've got a lot of talent and they're so close in the big game that big game in Oklahoma kind of derailed them moving forward um, they've got a tough test cut out this Oklahoma State defense man they are absolutely mean and so they've got a great test coming up this weekend uh, facing and then and then I think it's an awesome chance for. The, the continued improvement of Spencer Sanders in the Oklahoma State offense, and also they're getting healthy, too. So uh, Oklahoma State, I've been riding with them all season long. I think I might do it again there on the road. Um, they're catching five and a half, so pretty enticing. Did Gary Patterson and TCU Horn Frogs gain some momentum and get on their feet in Lubbock last week? And they always play Oklahoma tough each and every year, no matter what the situation is. Do, do they have a chance to go into Norman and have a shocker? Well, they, they do, and, I, and I'll tell you, here's why. Last week, we saw Bijan Robinson uh, just absolutely 
you know, and I know he's a special player, but he had a great first half. And I slowed him down the second half. But that great first half was was really impressive. And um, in terms of talent, you could argue the second most talented court, the running back, rather, in the entire country, and definitely in the conference, is Zach Evans. And Zach Evans had an awesome week last week, as did Kendra Miller. Um, and that running game was what powered them to that win against Texas Tech and a dominant win at that. So if that running game is going, I mean, th- this one could end up being high scoring if you know TCU's defense is very good. Uh, but let's see, can Oklahoma stop the run? They, they're going to have they're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of chances to do it. I mean, with that three hundred monster in the backfield of Miller, Evans, and then also Max Duggan, uh, they're going to ask some questions of this Oklahoma defense. So yeah, Gary Patterson's got them to, to three and two. They should be better than that. But but you, you got to leave that behind you. Can you round into form now? A really difficult game. But I, I think this is an awesome opportunity for TCU to say, all right. Let's see, how good can we be? Can we, can we build off that win against Tech uh, on the road against Oklahoma? Hey, Josh, what are you working on uh, for the podcast? Yeah, today uh, episode came out talking about Caleb Williams versus Spencer Rattler. Who is it going to be at quarterback for the Sooners? Also uh, talking to Fozzie Whitaker, former Texas running back today, about Texas and uh, you know kind of where they are and how, how you know well Sark has done. So that's coming up on the podcast. Hey, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, Josh. Have a good day. Always, fellas. You guys are the same. See you later. That's Josh Neighbors. It's uh, Locked on Big 12 podcast and uh, great stuff and a good listen. 816, 16 minutes after 8 o'clock. By the way, our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. We're going to talk some high school football. We're going to do it next right here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Zeke nearly got knocked out of Sunday's win because of a pylon camera, and the team's not happy about it. Details after this. Four plays before high-stepping into the end zone with a touchdown in Sunday's win over the Giants, Cowboy running back Zeke Elliott was laid out on the turf after hurting his back because he landed on the orange end zone pylon, which is outfitted with a broadcast network's camera. Yeah, I fell on the pylon. That thing is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of just stabbed me. Yeah, it, it definitely hurt. Um, uh, lost my win. Um, yeah, maybe should find a new spot for it. <laughs> the team agrees with Zeke and is considering contacting the league and or broadcast partners about moving an object that could be hazardous to a player's health. Luckily, Zeke returned to action and finished with over 100 rushing yards and two scores. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Partly sunny to mostly cloudy skies expected today with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms as this warm front moves overhead to the north of us. The humidity returns today with a high of 87. Tomorrow, a 60% chance of showers and storms, some of which could be on the stronger side with the main threats being frequent lightning and hail. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Recently on the John Morris Show. Tony Caridi, the great voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Well, John, I look forward to seeing you, and from what I'm told, I won't be able to, I won't need to look for you. All I'll see is this unbelievable shining gleam coming off your basketball national championship <laughs> ring. That's how I'll know where you are. I got you. Where's, where's Morris? Yeah. Just follow the shine from the ring. <laughs> that is great. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. Come join us, Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 821. Welcome back into game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Here it is, a Tuesday morning already. A little Billy Joel. Ward is just, uh, I mean, he's a master mixer over there. He's kind of spinning the tunes for us. Ward, the uh, Texas uh, High School Football Hall of Fame announced nine new inductees for the class of 2022. These inductees will be formally recognized and inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, uh, the high school football, Texas High School Football Hall of Fame on May 7th. Listen to these names. And tell me if you've heard of any of these guys. I bet you probably have heard of one or two. From 1959 and before, Dick Stafford, Temple High School. What a, what a tremendous, 
tremendous football player. And, you know, he he went on to coach, I think, at both Temple and at Belton, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, the 60s, a gentleman that played uh, for the uh, for the Mahia Black Hats in the 1960s was a gentleman by the name of Ray Rhodes. And Ray Rhodes will be inducted to the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. In the 70s, Rodney Allison from Odessa. In the 80s, Shea Walker from Port Arthur Jefferson. In the 90s, Tony Brackens from Fairfield. In the 2000s, Colt McCoy from Jim Ned. So you got a couple of Longhorns right there. The Eddie Joseph Award will go to John Parchman, Midland Lee High School, and also to Joy McGuire, who coaches here at Baylor, when he was at Cedar Hill High School. And the Dave Campbell contributor to the game will be Robert Wilcox, the announcer, public address announcer at Iowa Park High School. I think somebody told me that he has been the public address announcer for 70 years. That wow. is remarkable. Some pretty impressive names on this list uh, going into the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. Very impressive, yeah, and recognizable names up and down that list. That's a, that's a cool deal. Yeah, it is. I, and if, and I haven't done all the research, and I just I, I got the email yesterday, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that Dick Stafford is uh, Brett Stafford's father and uh, the uh, in, in coach that I think at both Temple and at, and at Belton so, uh, and then played at Temple. So pretty good stuff right there. Uh, and, and look forward to that. And that will be coming up May 7th. Uh, in, as the as these uh, gentlemen will be inducted into the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame, which of course is a part of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame here in Waco. I, 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 I've said it a million times. I don't think people realize just how fortunate we are to have the Texas Sports Hall of Fame located in our city. I mean, if you're ever looking for something fun to do, and if you are a historian of some degree, you want to check out – Texas high school football, you want to check out the old Southwest Conference, man, oh, man, is the Texas Sports Hall of Fame the place to be. There is memorabilia, there is information, and it is, to me, just a whole lot of fun. It's a neat place, and you're right. You don't have to be a a sports fan, uh, although if you are a sports fan, you'll you'll be in there just playing a whole day because there's so much to see. But if you're just a historian like you just mentioned – there's a lot of history in that building, and and from all aspects of sports. It's not just, you know, football. It's football, baseball, basketball, car racing, horse racing, all kinds of sports in inside that Hall of Fame. And, and if you're a historian, you'll certainly enjoy it. All right, some uh, big high school football games coming up this weekend. Uh, and uh, t- you got Temple and Belton, Waco and Midway, Mart. Breedmon, you got Whitney and West. Uh, Rogers will take on Lexington. Teague will take on Malakoff. Academy Caldwell. I mean, uh, Troy and Yo. I mean, there's a lot of big games coming up uh, this weekend. With with uh, you know, as we get down to it, we're starting to get into playoff implications for those four playoff spots in in each district. So should be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about the Temple Belton matchup. We're going to do that with Coach Scott Stewart. We'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down the street from Highway uh, 84. Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealership. But uh, you'll find much, much more with great award-winning products. The new 2021 Ram has been ranked number one 
uh, by J.D. Powers' initial quality study with the uh, with the Dodge being number two right behind the Rams. So how about that? You go Ram one, Dodge two. It uh, just doesn't get much better than that. And you can check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. That's the Ram truck with the most loyal to the brand. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence, under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capability, payloads, and load stability. They offer comfort levels that exceed the the, uh, demands of daily drivers. Man, it's a terrific vehicle. That's just one of many that you could check out at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can check them out online too. Maybe you said, you know what? I just want to I just want to see what they got on uh, on the lot. Well, you can do that at Allen Samuels DCJ com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. The Bears stepping out of Big 12 play this week for a homecoming matchup with the BYU Cougars. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Brigham Young on homecoming in Waco this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football. ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I think one of the challenges that all small business owners are facing today is while there may be less than 50 employees, they're still competing with the big box companies that have full-blown benefit plans. Employers are looking for solutions, and my out-of-the-box thinking is providing a solution. With the innovative coverage offered by Hurley Benefit Services, you can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union, your local team. Cheer on with lower payments by refinancing your vehicle. Rates are as low as 1.99% APR. First Central makes it a winning season with financing set to your preferences. You can select your due date and your payment frequency. Our local lenders are here to help with a game plan that meets your needs. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Temperatures will begin cooling soon and now 
is the time to have your heating system checked before the cold weather hits us. Lockridge Priest is here for you. Take advantage of their $59 heat check special and save $99 on any residential HVAC service repair. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit them online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. An email scandal has caused John Gruden to resign as the Raiders head coach. Special teams coordinator Rich Passaccia has been named the Raiders interim head coach. Lamar Jackson drove Baltimore 68 yards in 10 plays to beat Indianapolis 31-25 on a five-yard TD toss to Marquise Brown. Ringed out yesterday, the Astros and White Sox will play game four of their American League Divisional Series at 1 o'clock today. The Red Sox have advanced with a 6-5 win over Tampa Bay. Late on the coast, the Giants beat the Dodgers 1-0. The Braves shut out the Brewers 3-0 to take a two-games-to-one lead in the National League Divisional Series. Atlanta will try to take the series this afternoon at 4-15. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 8.32. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm telling you, Ward White is a master mixer over there. He's spinning the tunes. <laughs> Good stuff. 8.32. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Let's talk some high school football. Coming up Friday night, as we mentioned, a lot of big games across uh, Central Texas. None bigger than than Temple and Belton. We welcome in the uh, Temple head coach, Scott Stewart. Scott, when you uh, when you, uh, when you get th- this week underway, I don't guess you have to tell your kids who the opponent is when, when you play the Belton Tigers. <laughs> hey, first of all, I appreciate the time, and I appreciate the little CCR. I think that was CCR in the background. Was that the leading music? Yes, it was. was. Yeah, hey, Ward knows how to pick them. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, the, the, I think the proximity uh, – you know, the proximity of these two towns and, and, and the history and, and stuff like that. You know, I've always said rival rival games are for the uh, – they're more for the fans anyway. I mean, we've got to go prepare like we prepare. But it's an exciting game. It's a, it's a fun game to be a part of and, and, you know, just look forward to having a good time. Coach, how do you rein the team in going through practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? I know you do the exact same thing each and every week, no matter who the opponent is. But they know who the opponent is this week uh, going across the Leon River. Well, I mean, again, you just rinse and you try to flush it. Uh, first meeting I had was, the, you know, don't don't look at scores and don't think that. I mean, this this game's all about matchup. You know, much you know that as much as anybody. Uh, they're big. They're they're uh, pretty effective on offense. You know, they against a really 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 good. Uh, Harker Heights team, and I apologize to everybody in the, in the Belton Nation for pissing off Harker Heights. Uh, but uh, you know they're they're playing with an attitude now. I think they feel like they Harker Heights. It is they felt like they one got away, but you know they had a rough outing. But I mean they're they're three and one in district or two and one in district, and you know they won some tough football games, and they're a good football team. So you know you you can turn on film, and it looks pretty pretty obvious pretty quick that you're not talking about a struggling 
program. You're not talking about a bad football team, so you better you better uh, cinch them up and, and realize what this game means to to them, uh, what it better mean to you, and 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 just get after it. How do you close out all that noise leading up to kickoff? I I know that you do uh, certain things, but how do you get to the point where hey, when we hit the field on Friday night to go out for pregame, everything else steps aside. Well, I think a couple things, you know, uh, one of the first things we do year round is we, we talk about our identity and, and why we try to play the way we try to play. And I, I know, you know, to assume that we always play good football would be, that would be a misstatement of the year, but you know, but the intentionality needs to be, we play the, we play the way we play because of us, not because of who's on the other sideline. You know, our special team coordinator always says, take off the logo. I mean, we need to execute what we do. Uh, the other thing that I try to do is close ranks. I mean, you know, the, the, this game, uh, there's a lot, especially in Texas, there's a lot of passion surrounded by this game. I chose a profession that 95% of adult males had some connection with at some point in their life. They've either played it, coached little league, coached middle school, may have coached at some level, uh, or they're just they're, they're a guy that played it when they were a kid. And so there's a there's an emotional connection to this game. And and so uh, I think by default in their heads, the perception is that they're all they're all experts and they can do uh, my job better than I can. And you know you get a close ranks. And the, the, you know the, I've always said the the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. The people that have the least invested are the, usually the loudest ones. So. You know, we we got to identify uh, who we trust, who can, who we can listen to. You know, I, I tell these kids all the time: if somebody tells you how great you are and how how good you're doing, and you, you just say thank you and move on. If they tell you how bad you suck, you say thank you and you move on. I mean, learn to filter the noise and and listen to the people that you know are in your circle. Scott, I, I realize coaches can always find things that their football team can can improve on and do better. But uh, at the midway point or thereabouts, do you kind of do you like the way your football team is playing right now? I I like the the, the intensity. I like the the intentionality with the way we're playing football. I mean, these kids play hard. They just you know we we're. we're uh, not uber talented at some positions. We've got some more talent. I, I think just like everybody that's sitting here in week seven is, is, is evaluating their, their own team. You know, I think we've got enough talent to win and win some games and, 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 you know, potentially put ourselves in a, in a position to, to qualify for the postseason. Uh, you know, we've got, we, I, I really like the way uh, these kids approach this. I mean, you know, again, I've got a very young offensive line. I see those guys coming together week by week. We get just a little bit better, and that's really all you can do. I mean, you're not going to go from from young to great in one fell swoop. I mean, every snap they take is important. Uh, I like the way Reese is developing, you know, in the pocket. He's, he's starting to see some things. I mean, this is a 15-year-old kid that's been here since the end of May. Uh, so to, to see him kind of gradually – take steps i kind of like the way our offensive vibe is you know defense we've got to shore up some tackling uh we've got to shore up some 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 coverage type stuff but i mean the kids play hard our front plays really really hard they you know we're not big as a hiccup but uh you know they we just i just like i like the intensity with which these kids approach this game defensively how important is it for you to set the tone and be able to kind of push the belton tigers into some difficult situations well, I think it's great. I mean, they 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 have a, a, a pretty diverse uh, offensive scheme. Uh, they move around a lot. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I know what they're gonna. They, they prey on bad eyes and they prey on on missed assignments. And you know, they they give people fits. Uh, they can't just match up with them and say, you know what, we're gonna go man to man and 
and you, too bad. Sorry about your luck. You just you're gonna have to, you know, you're just not. You're, it's not gonna be your night tonight. And you know, I don't know that we have the personnel to do that. Uh, so we've got to be really consistent, and we've got to get, be really simple in our schemes, and and just, uh, you know, try to try to go you know, establish the line of scrimmage and play on their side of the line of scrimmage against a good football team. They're huge up front. There's been some classic matchups with the Temple Wildcats and the Belton Tigers, and in recent history there's been some classic ones. Didn't get to play last year because of the situation uh, of COVID and that game being canceled. Does that play any factor into the approach this season? Not for me. Uh, you know, I mean, that was an unfortunate situation. I think Coach Stephen would say um, you know, I'm not, I mean, that, you know, there's all those rumor bugs again, close ranks and, and trust the people that you trust. You know, I, like I, I think, uh, Brett Smithman was probably as disappointed as anybody that we get to play last year. Uh, there was some unforeseen situations where, you know, a lot more learned, uh, about kind of mitigating and, and handling the situation, uh, the pandemic and stuff this year. I mean, we're a year out, so you, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, but, you know, it, it, that doesn't affect any of our – I mean, we, we, we flush it as soon as – you know, I have a team meeting as soon as the season's over. Uh, and then the next semester, our seniors aren't even in our athletic period anymore. And, and we don't – I mean, we'll refer back to 2020 as far as, you know, the, the leadership and some of that stuff. But, I mean, that, that has zero effect on what we're doing this year. Hey, Scott, man, we appreciate it. I know you're busy this morning, and uh, we appreciate the time. Best of luck to you on Friday night, and, and uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for being with us today. I appreciate it, guys, man. Y'all do an awesome job, and I say it every time, but I appreciate everything you do for Central Texas high school sports and, and sports in general. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. That is uh, Scott Stewart. Seat. We'll see you. Uh, Scott Stewart, the uh, head coach of the Temple Wildcats. Now, now, you've been a part of this Temple Belton thing uh, from both sides. Th- this is this is a heck of a rivalry. I mean, there's some. this is an intense rivalry. There's some friendly rivalries. There's some fun rivalries. But this is an intense rivalry. Robbery. Am I am I overstating it? No, these two teams don't like each other. Okay, and, and you know the kids. It's more of a rivalry game for the grown-ups. I mean, it's rivalry game for the kids on the field, but you know these these kids go to the same churches. They 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 grew up going to you know maybe the same preschool and and some things like that. Maybe even went to the same elementary at one point in time. I, I you know I don't know, but. They know each other very well. They played peewee sports together. They they did things. So they, they know each other well. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I know that the rivalry's there on the field. But when you talk about these type of rivalries, it's more about the grown-ups and the parents and the grandparents. And they're the ones that make more of the noise than anybody else. They're the ones that, you know, that, that steal the street signs and the city limit signs and those type of things when you talk about these type of rivalries. <laughs> You know, it's not the not the players going out and doing those type of things. So, uh, this is this is more for the fans and these two fan bases. You know, they they don't like each other a whole lot, and it's intense, and it will be, it will be a sold out stadium. And you know, I've I've been to several of these now, and 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 it's sold out, and it's it's a loud loud atmosphere. And you know, they didn't get to play last year, but we're not too far removed from that triple overtime game mm-hmm. between Belton and Temple, that Temple came away with the win with Quentin Johnson getting the touchdown uh, there in triple overtime. So uh, it 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 could be another classic coming up. You know, I, I know it's cliche and, it's, and it, you hear it all the time, throw the records out the window. This is what game they're talking about when they talk about that statement. Throw the records out the window. It doesn't matter. 
this is going to be a slobber knocker. And this is, to put all that over to the side, this is a incredibly important football game for the Temple Wildcats if they want to win the district championship. I mean, yeah, they're they in a position to win the district title. This is another huge step. Well, that, and that's what I talked about. When you asked me about that Harker Heights game, did they did they just seal the deal? And I said, no. I mean, they, they've got more work out in front of them. That's a huge win a couple of weeks ago over Harker Heights because it's put them in a position to be able to win a district championship. Now it's up to them to go out and take it. Uh, but nobody's going to hand it to them. And the Belton Tigers certainly aren't going to be a part of handing it to them. All right, so it'll be Temple and Belton. And by the way, you can hear more on that game tomorrow night, mm-hmm. uh, live from Wings Pizza and Things at 6 o'clock on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. And then you can catch the broadcast of Temple and Belton on Friday night on Fox Sports Central Texas. So uh, we'll have it for you here on our family radio stations. The other two broadcasts we'll have will be University and Burleson. That'll be on Star 104.9. And uh, we'll also have the Waco Midway uh, contest that will be over at Waco ISD Stadium. And uh, that will be a 7 o'clock pregame here on ESPN Central Texas, followed by our Friday night high school football scoreboard show. All right, uh, 843. Hey, if your back is hurting, Maybe your hips are hurting, maybe your knees are hurting, or maybe all of the above. You know what? It may not be your knees. It may not be your hips. It may not be your back. It may be your arch support system. And that's why you need to visit our friends at uh, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. They offer a free consultation and a free fitting. I've, I know I've done it. And it, they'll, they'll, they'll actually do a diagram of your foot and then – They'll, they'll then go get the the absolute perfect fit of a arch support for for your foot. And you're saying, well, how do they do that? Well, they, well, I'll tell you how. They got 350 different sizes and 25 different styles, something for everyone to fit everyone. And it's a three-step arch support system that creates a total body wellness program. It's a premier pain relief product. That, that's what it is. It's it's look. You're not just slapping a, uh, a art support into your shoes so you, so your feet don't hurt. I mean, it's not, that's not what this is about. This is a total body wellness program. They have a strengthener, they got a maintainer, and they got a relaxer. You catch the names. That's exactly what that particular product does. So you're not getting one art support uh, or, or or a. You're getting three. And, uh, and, they, and they all serve a different purpose. You have a strengthener, a maintainer, and a relaxer. Look, you can, you can listen to me, or you can, go to, you can go to Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and learn more. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6, and they're open Sundays from noon until 5. Check them out today. It's Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions are back home at Waco ISD Stadium as they host the Midway Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7.30. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Midway this Friday night at 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Looking for the perfect home to rent? Shamrock Property Management offers quality houses, townhomes, and duplexes for lease in the greater Waco area. Whether you're looking for a low-maintenance duplex or an executive home with plenty of space or something in between, Shamrock Property Management can help you find just the perfect place to call home. Let their dedicated team help you locate a rental home that fits both your lifestyle and budget. Learn more at shamrockmgt.com. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. An email scandal has caused John Gruden to resign as the Raiders head coach. Special teams coordinator Rich Passaccia has been named the Raiders interim head coach. Lamar Jackson drove Baltimore 68 yards in 10 plays to beat Indianapolis 31-25 on a five-yard TD toss to Marquise Brown. Ringed out yesterday, the Astros and White Sox will play game four of their American League's divisional series at 1 o'clock today. The Red Sox have advanced with a 6-5 win over Tampa Bay. Late on the coast, the Giants beat the Dodgers 1-0. The Braves shut out the Brewers 3-0 to take a two games to one lead in the National League Divisional Series. Atlanta will try to take the series this afternoon at 4-15. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics and your home for Baylor football. Join us Saturday as the Bears take on BYU at McLean Stadium. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Our coverage begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with Game Day Live. We'll take a look at the game, bring you scores and interviews, and a whole lot more. It's Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, this Saturday at 10.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Good stuff from the Eagles. <laughs> Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. we got the Bears and the BYU Cougars coming up Saturday at uh, 2.30. Our, uh, 
Our pregame show on our pregame programming begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with uh, Game Day Live, and then uh, it is uh, – uh, then we'll continue with our network programming at uh, twelve thirty uh, out in Touchdown Alley. I mean, those guys are just—I mean—a stone's throw from us. So uh, we're all right out there together, having fun, getting ready for the Bears and the BYU Cougars. Should be a lot of fun. All right. So the Aggies—I don't know if you heard this war, but the Aggies uh, beat beat Alabama Saturday night. Kind of upset Alabama uh, uh, on Saturday night. I, I didn't know if you. It, really? Yeah, I didn't know if you caught that, but okay. So here's the thing. I'm thinking the, the, the SEC is going to throw one heck of an end-of-school party uh, because they, they're, they're fundraising like crazy. Uh, the Aggies have been fined $100,000 by the SEC Dumb. for violating <laughs> – I was waiting for violating policy on fans entering the field of play on Monday. Aggie fans stormed Kyle Field. I think a hundred of the hundred and six were out on the field uh, after um, after the field goal that uh, they gave the Aggies the forty-one thirty-eight victory over Bama. Uh, according to the conference's policy, if A and M fans storm the field again, it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Dumb. So they'll they'll have to pass the hat. <laughs> So, so stupid. But, I mean, they, they're going to have all this money. So, I, I'm thinking, you know what? Cookies and punch. There's going to be a heck of an after, end of school party in May. Uh, for- Good grief. It's just, I again, we said it last week. It, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I understand you're trying to have the safety factor, and that's all well and good. But let them be kids. Let them have fun. Come on, man. They just, they just beat the mammoth. Alabama. You, you remember when, when it's happened here a couple of times, and then I think they kind of got a little system together where when, when fans came out onto the field, they immediately lowered the, the goalposts because they, you know, obviously didn't want the, the goalposts A tore down. They didn't want people to get injured. Somebody with the get hurt by the goalposts. Right. Yeah, but, I get the, that. but after that, it was get out of the way and let them have a little fun. Yeah, why not? Oh, what are they going to do? They're going to get out on the football field and they're going to jump up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, could it possibly lead to it could but so could everything else absolutely it could uh, it could you know that could happen in the parking lot i mean come on let them let them have some fun They're you know, kids or, or 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 just ask them hey look give us a couple of minutes to get the opponent off the field or or to a locker room or whatever and then come on out and have yourself a, a large time but Man, it, but they're not playing around, are they? I mean, they're they throw they're throwing the gauntlet down hundred thousand bucks, then two hundred fifty thousand bucks. I mean, silly. You know, that's not chump change that's, that the uh, the com- that the the schools are having to pay to the conference. It's ridiculous. So, but uh, the Aggies are the latest in the SEC. I'm trying to think who got the two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine because it was their a, a multiple offense. It was the second or third time. It was just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh I cannot remember who 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 uh who got the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine, but man, you're talking some you're talking some dollars, uh, and again, I don't know how unless you build plexiglass, put plexiglass up along the uh, unless the, you get like the soccer stadiums and have a forty foot cyclone fence around the bleachers. <laughs> you could put yeah, you can put you can put some you know fencing up, and, but I mean, how else are you gonna control that? I, I don't know. So, I, I, don't, I don't think it needs to be, con- I, you know, again, I understand their concerns, but let kids be kids and have a good time. 
So, I mean, if you uh, if you ask them nicely, will they <laughs> will they not storm the field? No, they're going to do they're it. They're coming onto the field if they if they so desire. You see those security guards? They look up and they see them coming. They go, "Yep, I'm out of here." Yep. There's 20 of those dudes in uh well yeah 100,000 at one point you got to go hey <laughs> I'm outnumbered here a little bit yep I'm out <laughs> so uh anyway the Aggies do get fined 100,000 bucks uh for uh for storming the field all right it is uh, somebody's going to write that check happily sure some sure. alumni is going to yeah. go okay here, here you go here's my donation but Anyway, all right. So uh, coming up, as we mentioned, the uh, the the Bears. Speaking of college football, we mentioned uh, Texas will be taking on Oklahoma State. That game will be Saturday on our sister station, one hundred four point nine FM. We'll have the Bears and the uh, BYU Cougars here on ESPN Central Texas. And then don't forget, we'll have uh, we'll have the uh, the Aggie broadcast down on our sister station. Uh, kicker country so uh we we got you covered when it comes to college football umhb it's, saturday as that's well. right they're back in action saturday and that is a one o'clock kick with a 12 30 broadcast mm-hmm. is it texas lutheran is that correct that's correct there you go that should be a lot of fun for pete fredenberg's team pete fredenberg shows coming up tonight is that correct that is correct six o'clock over on our sister station fox sports central texas so lots of stuff going on around the old radio palace hey we're out of here that is going to do it for us greenies coming up at nine john morris at three matt mosley and uh, and friends at four and we'll see you tomorrow morning at seven here on espn central texas caterpillar waco is now hiring join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow warehouse positions available with no prior experience required we will train caterpillar waco offers competitive pay benefits as soon as you start and opportunities to grow it's more than a job it's the work that matters to apply visit caterpillar.com waco that's caterpillar.com waco get your career started today when you need help obtaining off-site sewer and water easements, give Fawcett Title Works a call. We will obtain temporary and permanent easements, all negotiations, and a detailed spreadsheet of the status of all easements. Not only that, but Fawcett Title Works can handle everything from 404 wetlands permit applications, U.S. Army engineering permits and easements,